Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the instant match reaction. Um, it was muted very quickly there by Chris Page. I hold on. It was Newcastle nil, Liverpool nil. Uh. It was a big, yeah, it was that noise. It was a big disappointment again. And um, unfortunately, you know, I think over the course of a season, you're allowed to to not win every game of football but when you're in the when you're in the midst of it and you draw have disappointing draws back to back it it, it doesn't half feel like it gets on top of you it, it feels like part of a, a, a wider problem and a wider malaise and all that and look it might yet prove to be but what it is because it's another disconnected from the West Brom game but connected to a number of our away performances we've it's another game where we've just not We've just won a game away from home. Yeah, I think the it's funny, isn't it? Because I think the, probably the problems over the over the draws this season. It'd be easy to say it's Van Dijk, but it's not the defence that's the issue at the moment, is mm. it? It's it's the strikers not finishing the opportunities that are being created for them, and that yeah. was certainly the case tonight, wasn't it? You know, for all the talk about Nat Phillips and Reese Williams and who'd start, it wasn't them. It wasn't Nat Phillips' fault that we didn't win the game tonight. It was the fact that Mo has two clear-cut opportunities. The best one, he doesn't get it on target. Yeah. One's a great save from Darlow. Yeah. It was the fact that Roberto Firmino has three headers saved. It was the fact that Sadio Mane is not able to hit the target and is pulled down by his leg at one point by the goalkeeper when going for it. Uh, the chances that we created first half for me... They all broke down before they became real clear-cut chances mm -hmm. by maybe poor play from Sadio Mane or whatever. But second half, we had enough opportunities to put the game to bed. And, you know, I think had the Thiago substitution maybe come a little bit earlier when Wijnaldum was made, maybe... We, maybe, or but I also said on the play ratings, we probably could have played another thirty minutes, and the form Darlow was in there, we might not have scored. Yeah, it's it's it is a funny one, isn't it? Because and I said this earlier is that there's there's factors that we we're not privy to, so inevitably for us, if Thiago's on the bench, start him. I don't think footy works like that, and I think we're all understanding enough. But there's, there becomes degrees of nuance to which whether we want to be accepting of this or not. My my overriding feeling because we are much better with Thiago in the team and I don't want to put all this pressure like one guy's going to fix all our problems because we're not that team anymore but I do think we were you know a player like him and it's not just a player like him by the way it's also a player like Naby Keita and a player like Oxlade-Chamberlain to some extent to, to go, go before all of them 
are designed for games where you, you're looking to break down opposition players. You need a little bit more spark in the midfield, and we've been lacking that for a lot of those a lot of those games. Jürgen Klopp would have. I, there's no way Jürgen Klopp wants to only play Thiago for 15 minutes in that match. He definitely wants to play him for more. And it, the hope with he didn't all this, sign him to play 15 minute cameos for Liverpool, no. did he? he, he and, and and given the choice there, there's no way that he 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 would have willingly said given because it's obvious how good he is. Like we talk about match sharpness and players being a little off it and we've seen Minamino... Match sharp, mate, mate. <laughs> we've seen it like, you know, where we, we saw it with like Minamino's taking a while to get up to speed. He's had some bad games. He's had some decent games for us. Kurt Jones took a while to get into the season. Trent still probably not really found this form that all, all told this, this season long. The players you've had stuttering starts have taken a while to get up to speed. Like Oxley Chamberlain, two little cameo appearances, not really to show from him. And then Thiago strolls onto the the pitch and he's our best player and just looks head and shoulders the best player on the pitch um this is i'm hoping that you know what we look back on in, is in a week's time to when he, he is the star of the show against manchester united you get to look back on his cameo here and go oh, well this is what started it rather than going isn't it disappointing that we that we didn't break newcastle down you're able to take a small positive from it but it, it, it did. It, it smacked of a, it smacked of a game that was crying out for just a little bit more creativity and a little bit more control in the midfield. It did certainly, certainly. As I say, Thiago changed the game for us, like absolutely, and, and he changed the angle of attack. And I think that was probably the best thing that he did. It, he, he changed us from this side to side football side to all of a sudden have a bit of cut and thrust to to our attacks and our movements and he seems to find space really easily he seems to want the ball whether there's a player near him or not and he moves the ball very quickly he's got a picture in his head you can see that but again I come back to it you know yeah we needed more creativity from the field we needed our strikers to finish the opportunities today that's what the real crux of the issue was today yeah. not the creativity from the field it was a point you were making before when you look at the disappointing draws and you can and you can you can put them all together in, in this. And even like go back to like the, the Villa game, which is a disappointing the disappointing defeat. Um this was we, we created like Fulham being the prime example of this. We were just dreadful against Fulham and we were very lucky to come away with a point in that regard. West Brom, we battered them in the first half. They offered nothing. They gave us a little bit more in the second half and we ran out of ideas mm. and we were and we were annoyed to to drop we dropped two points in that regard. We threw that one away. And this is another one where it, it'll be bundled in as just another draw, but the performance was so much better today. Yeah, it was particularly with Fulham. The problem is you got Crystal Palace, is this massive outlier now? And I think tactically, I think we have, we've approached this game quite similar to the Crystal Palace game. The difference is, is we don't we don't take our chances, and we'll never know what happens when you take your chance because we take the early chance against Crystal Palace, and then we're crap for like half an hour and then we scored the second and then 10 minutes later or then 10 minutes later we scored the third and the game's done and then we come out and we score the fourth because Palace are all, all, you know, a bit all over the place by that point and then we just rack up, rack up the goals. If you don't get that, if you don't take your chance, if you don't break through and it's time and time again, there's the ball, the great ball from Mane to Firmino, he's, he's, he's in towards on goal, he jumps and the ball comes off his foot the other way and he has to turn and then he's playing a blind ball to Robertson who's steaming in and it's right footed and the touch is and the touch is poor. There's Bobby Firmino working his way free at the back post, heads wide. There's Salah forced a great save from Dallas, so no criticism for Salah for that. But you mentioned him before. Salah is played through. He opens the ball onto his left foot, just hit the target. 
you know, if you force a save, you force a save. He's normally really good at that salary as yeah, well. He's, he's normally just hits the target. He, but he, he, he fluffs it. And, and the, here's the problem, because I've seen a bit of criticism for Salah, and it's fair, because when a footballer has a bad game, you're allowed to say, you had a bad game today, mate, or you were shit today. Say that. He was, he was fucking... And he was, he was shit today, folks, Salah, he was. But the, the, the problem is... And I don't think people, and it's and it's mad about about Salah, because I just think there's just some people who just have never never taken some. And unfortunately, it's a very small minority of people for whatever reason. Because I just don't think he. Because I said this the other week, he's such an untidy footballer. He, he finishes untidily. He just does. You never have supreme confidence that Mo Salah's going to strive to do and slot. But yet he. he Tops our goal scoring charts every single every single season, and he's topping the Premier League goal scoring charts this season. So the problem is there comes a point where you can demand more of Salah, but also can you? Because you clearly can, because he should just finish that. But he's also top goal scorer. It's so hard because if he's not scoring, you kind of do have to shrug it off. The problem is, is that it's very when he doesn't score, what normally happens. Manny scores mm. or Firmino scores, but if them two don't score, yeah, I think for, for me, probably the reason that Salah's maybe thought of in some small minorities like that is he doesn't have the all-round game of a Firmino and a Mane. Mm-hmm. Like they they can be so integral to everything we do for ninety minutes and not score, and everyone understands it. Salah's job isn't to be that guy. Salah's job is to pop up and score your goal. So Certainly he, today, because yeah, he yeah. he's been brilliant the this season doing by, all the yeah, other bits and pieces. The game pieces. passed him by today, and it would have been so Mo Salah to walk away with the game passing by in two goals, yeah. like he probably should have had the normal Mo Salah performance from last season, if you will. Um, and that's not what he's given us today. He's given us a, a game where it passed him by for the most part, and his two opportunities also passed him by, or he passed them by this yeah. time. Yeah, no, it was it was just a mad performance from Mo, and as I say, you have this. He's world class, and world class players when they have off days, you don't. When, when shit players play well, you go, "Wow, isn't that great?" But then when they go back to the mean, you go, oh, and then you can talk about, "Oh, get rid of them or or whatever." When world class players have off days, you have to be, you have to shrug it off because more often than not, he has brilliant days and he scores lots and lots of goals for us. It goes back to the thing. It's a mad, it's a mad point because we talk about the defense, but the the away thing and about finding ways to mad ways to win. And winning by hook or by crook and stuff. And it's all like the, it all feeds into, so like as much as Nat Phillips isn't to blame because we didn't concede a goal, we kept a clean sheet, it's on the guys to finish the dinner at the other end. It's it's all the intangibles that you lose when you've just not got, it's not Nat Phillips' fault, it's it's actually not having Virgil van Dijk in so many times. It's 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 a game where Virgil just crops up with a header from a corner and you win 1-0 and you go title winning form. Hmm. This game was on the cusp of being that. Where, I mean, look, we did it. Uh, well, Dino Kariki comes on, doesn't he? Scores late two seasons ago. And we think that's like, uh, you know, and then it's the game before uh, Midland Company smacks one in against Leicester. But that's like, that's a moment that's, that's snatched. We just didn't have that today. And we haven't had that all season, really, no, have not, we? Not, no. not in the same way as last season. And, you know, there's so many factors. I think fans is probably one of them. I think we perform better in front of fans, certainly. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sides that could say that. I think our away form has been a bit iffy this season obviously we're ninth in the form table away from home now and you know BT uh, BT Amazon the BT team um, for Amazon did a did a stat about you know Liverpool's results and you know we, we beat Sheffield United these are the bottom six sides mm-hmm. we draw it against Brighton we draw it against Fulham we draw it against West Brom we draw it against Newcastle 
and that's not good enough for a side who wants to go and win the Premier League. And you know, I think that's probably where a lot of people's fears come from. I, I probably don't share all of these fears, but I'm disappointed with the results, regardless. And I think Liverpool should have won more of those games than they've drawn. Um, but you know, when that's that's what Liverpool were like a few years ago, get, not getting results against these sides, and that's where I think a lot of people's fears come from. But yeah. it's recognisable, yeah, of course, because we because we look at it and go, I've seen this happen before. But the context in which it happened was completely different. You were saying this the other week about our understanding of football, our, our knowledge that we've accumulated from years of watching it, it just doesn't quite fit with what we're looking at us in front. For a start, we've never really been in this situation where we're going, oh my God, we're, 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 this is... Drawing two games back-to-back always normally feels a bit catastrophic because we've done this before. The last two seasons we've done it and we've normally done it in the Champions League and it, you can tell it because I've done the books the last two years and there's always a spell where everyone feels like we've fucked it and it's normally in the group stage of the Champions League but we're actually managing to win at home. It's actually what's happening now. We're, we're, drawing in the, we're, drawing, we're dropping points in the Premier League and we're going... <gasps> It's like if you if you live in a house where your mum bollocks you for fucking dropping stuff on the floor and you, 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 no one's in the house and you drop something on the floor and you go, ah! And waiting for a bollock and it doesn't arrive. And that's kind of what this season's like. We're waiting for City to come fucking tearing up and fucking run us down. And it might yet happen, but... I, I just don't think. The I just don't think you can lose your head at this point of the season. Um, there's too many games. It's been too weird, and we sound like a broken record. And I think we're right, though. I, you know, mm. it's all right being a broken record if you're right, or if you if you truly believe in what you're saying. And look, I've right sat now, here for over ten years and made excuses for poor results for terrible Liverpool teams and gone, well, you know, Roy Hodgson games trying to make the best of it and go, oh, okay, well, look, we look quite good and this player look quite good and blah, 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 blah. Because I always, will always do that. Just natural glass, glass half full people, generally speaking. Um, when it comes to the footy. Well, when it comes, yeah, yeah, when it comes <laughs> to the footy. Um, but, but look, look L- L- Liverpool are top of the table by three points. Yeah. And if Man United win their game in hand, I'd imagine we'd still be top of the table on goal difference. Now, there was a point five weeks ago where we weren't top of the table by three points and we weren't top, we were joint top and our goal difference wasn't good enough to be top of the table. So whatever you think over the last few weeks and stuff, Liverpool are now top of the table. We've got players coming back in Thiago and in, in Oxlade-Chamberlain and James Milner and Jota's a few weeks away and, and, and all this type of stuff. So there's still reasons to be positive. Yeah, I think Liverpool hopefully sign a centre-back and that puts some of our other fears at, at, at ease for a few more weeks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I still, Liverpool are going to win this league. Don't, don't worry about it. Liverpool are going to win this league yeah. because we're the best side in it with the best squad. We'll just see, won't we? Again, it's one of them. I, I feel the same, but there's no guarantees on it, is there? You know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of footy to be played, and I think with the, the, it's just that it's it's. I just I, to to be honest, it's a case of switching off to it as best as possible because it's going to be up and down Liverpool are not going to win every game between now and the end of the season and people are talking about the draws and they're right if we'd won those last two games we would be fucking miles away we would be so clear at the top of the league it'd be almost ridiculous given everything we've gone through but really we've actually overperformed given I think all the things we've gone through and we're just getting to a point of the season now where we're finally getting reinforcements but they're not ready yet 
Thiago is just coming back and it's not about heaping all this pressure on but it was so noticeable how much better we were with him in the side it's so when you, when we're able to rotate a bit more it's just Curtis Jones for a 19 year old lad has just played a bit too much football for his first proper season you know we think about this again like you know Trent was up and down for years until the point that he became class and even see now he's a young lad he's, he's struggled with fitness and, and form already already this season Um and also, I think playing alongside either Reese or Nats probably yeah. uh, is his role slightly changed. He's Without got to be a doubt. bit more defensive minded. Without a doubt. And also, again, uh, Henderson's played a lot of a lot of fuzzy. Genie's played a lot of fuzzy. We had to get Milner back. I remember that Milner had a good game in midfield. I think that's decent. kind of been forgotten about. You know, he he came in and didn't look like he'd been out for for, for a spell. Proves how important he can be. We're going to need all of this kind of stuff going. The point is, for the first time in ages, we've been able to rotate the midfield, and that will we will see the benefit of that in in the next few weeks the aim now is you've got Southampton we've got a bit of a break now till Southampton which is nice um, we've got no League Cup football to play in between then as well which is also nice obviously the FA Cup game that will come and then we've got Man United on the horizon it feels very similar to the build up to the Tottenham game this was and if you recall this is the problem is that everyone's looking around going <gasps> It's like it's like reading Mr. Jelly. It's like everyone's looking around and getting scared, like like jumping at shadows. Everyone's like Tottenham Hotspur. Oh my God, Tottenham Hotspur! What it like? And we we turned up against Tottenham Hotspur and we beat them and we went top of the league. Yeah, we've got Man United on the horizon. They're, you know, there's a good chance that they beat Villa in their next game. There's a good chance we may, maybe we struggle against Southampton because of the form we've been in. That's a possibility, and it means that it is actually a a, a straight shootout for top of the league at, at that point. Whereas, I mean, again. Even if we were to, even if we were to drop points against Southampton and United beat Villa, it's still they'd have a gate. They still got that that much vaunted game in hand, but it wouldn't be enough to. They're not going to be running clearly any points. This, we've had sixteen games in the league so far, and hopefully there's twenty two where we've got Thiago available. Yeah. Because we'll be better than the, the 16 that we've played so far. And again, even for him, even if he doesn't play all 22, if he's just able to come in and, and, help, and help out, we don't, it's it's these games are the games I think we should, we definitely need him for at this point. It's the game, low block sides, when they're looking, when you need someone to pick apart and the evidence that we've seen, the limited evidence of Thiago, that he's he's the best midfielder on the planet and the best footballer I've ever seen. By a mile. <laughs> By a fucking mile, yeah. mate. So and he's not crossed. even match fit. Fingers crossed on all of that. But no, I, I feel all right. I feel deflated. I feel a bit disappointed because I think we all... I said this last week. I said this for a week. The world, the world's shit. And Liverpool have been our fucking hope. Our shadow. We got to see us win the league in the worst fucking possible situation our lives could be in, in, in around all that. It's a lot of pressure to put on. 11 fellas, we're back to that. We used to have that. We all, we've always felt that. My moods have always been linked to how good Liverpool are. I'm always in a worse mood when Liverpool don't win. But the time was Liverpool never used to win very much. And now we're the fucking best team in the country. We're the best, one of the best teams on the planet. So, you know, yeah, kind of have to be able to shrug it off a little bit when it doesn't go well and trust that it will come out on top because I would suggest that if we're still in this position where we are now despite all the hardships that we've gone through in terms of fitness and injuries and all that when Man United are having the most stellar season that they've had in fucking years and we're still ahead of them in the league it's pro- we're probably probably going to be alright isn't it I think so mate I I think so too right yes thank you so much for watching and for listening to this oh actually sorry I had one super chat before we we go from John McGrath Uh, says think we we need a formation switch to make the movement more fluid between Manny and Salah like they were season or two ago maybe 4-2-3-1 with Thiago in 4-2-3-1 
I don't know. I'm not sure we do. I, I think the training time has a big, big impact in in this in this season, doesn't it? I think, you know, you've. I think the four two three one probably suits Thiago more, but does it suit the other ten players that he's playing with more? Probably not. Mm. So let the world class lad work it out rather than ask the other ten lads to 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 change. Yeah, he'll find the place and he'll slot in and he'll be absolutely fine. Like it doesn't. He's not going to be asked to be a box-to-box midfielder. I can, th- I think I can see that now. He's going to sit there and go, you're attacking this side, you get on your fucking bike. Because that's what he said to Robbo and Ten tonight. He, he came on and went, get on your fucking bike, lad. And why aren't you on your bike make early the enough? runs. Everyone make runs and I'll find one of you. He quarterbacks it, doesn't he? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like... That, that one where he dinked it over to Mo Salah. Mo Salah was looking around going, fucking hell, I'm all right. I'll fucking get on my bike, lad. Sound. Yeah, more of that, please, Jürgen. More of that, please, Thiago. Uh, yeah, listen, thanks very much. Drop a like if you're on YouTube. Yeah, leave a five-star review if you're listening on podcasting apps. Uh, and if you want more from us, the final word show tomorrow, 60 minutes, where we'll talk a lot more about the wonder that is Thiago Alcantara uh, and a few bits and pieces more from that match as well. So if you need more uplifting Liverpool-related content, then go to theredmentv.com and sign up, and we shall see you over there. ta Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.